Improve your performance on rotations. Provide the excellent care that your patients deserve and distinguish yourself among your peers as a student leader in the social mission of medicine. Attend an AMSA fall conference and enhance your professional development by engaging with experts, clinicians, and researchers in topics that aren't well covered in the medical school curriculum. The first AMSA fall conference will be held in New York City on November 14th. The second will be in Chicago on November 21st. For more information, please visit amsafallconference.org. Welcome to AMSA AdLib. This is Christine. Joining us this week are some of our AMSA members, students just like you, sharing personal experiences from their medical journey and what being an AMSA member means to them. One thing you will hear as you go through your medical journey is that it takes more than medical school to make a physician. First, we sat down with Brinku Skaria, a medical student at the University of Arizona College of Medicine, and asked her, what does this phrase mean to you? We often hear that it, say, it takes more than medical school to make a physician. And really, to me, that that's an interesting question because oftentimes a lot of students who go into the medical field are interested not just because they're interested in science, but also because they want to educate their patients or they're interested in advocacy work or they're interested in medical education. And what we often see is during your undergrad process, going into that medical field, you have a, you know, you're taking your science classes and things like that, and you're studying for OCHEM and biology and biochemistry, and you often forget, where am I going with this? And so what's a great, what was a great opportunity for me was joining AMSA, because when I was in AMSA, I saw that I could volunteer and do service work um, and get a chance to see real patients and go out into the community and get a feel for what it was like. And especially doing those, um, going to the annual convention, going to lobby day, um, and getting a chance to advocate and really speak for what it, sta- what it stands for to be a physician in training um, was a wonderful experience. And now as a medical student, I get to do more of that. Um, we have global health um, work that we do. We do medical policy work um, and a lot of medical education work that we do. And it's great to see that there's an opportunity to do that um, through this organization, something that we don't really often get to do um, through our university as part of our curriculum. And that's something that's you know often missing in our curriculum. And it's great that we have kind of an avenue and a resource and um, you know other students who are passionate for it too. So I think that's where AMSA is a great you know opportunity and a great tool. Rinku makes a great point when she asks herself, where am I going with this? This is an overarching question that many of you likely face on your medical journey, and AMSA is here to help you stay focused on your goals and passions throughout your journey. Another question that likely stays with you through your medical journey is, how will I finance my education, or how will I support myself? Well, so AMSA has saved me money in several different ways. Um, I'd say when, for example, when I go and, you know, kind of go to a club fair and kind of promote AMSA, one of the things is they want to see, well, you know, membership dues for a medical student is about $75. So what does that get me? And what's great about AMSA and its benefits is that we have so many partnerships that where students can get direct benefits and discounts. So for example, 
Um, we have um, great discounts that we get through Becker, which is a great studying tool for step one and step two. We have um, Firecracker, which is another great tool that you see a lot on campuses these days um, that, you know, it's being promoted by other students. And um, AMSA has basically a partnership with Firecracker and we get the best dis discounts possible. We also have um, Geico and Bank of America where we get great discounts and get a chance to, you know, show that we are part of AMSA and get to show that on our, you know, our Bank of America cards. Um, and, and of course, like with global health, uh, global health services, so like CFHI and getting a chance to um, get through scholarships through them and uh, getting a chance to travel and do some global medical work. As a member of AMSA, our many national programs are designed to help you through your medical education journey, like AMSA's award-winning The New Physician magazine, a bi-monthly magazine committed to exploring the social, political, and ethical issues of healthcare and medical education, or AMSA's Weekly Consult, a weekly newsletter providing you with access to all the latest and greatest healthcare news. The same goes for our partner discounted products and services. Let me introduce Michael Sparks, a medical student at Ross University School of Medicine. Michael touches on Rinku's thoughts on member benefits by sharing his personal experience with two of AMSA's partnering organizations. Here's Michael. AMSA has all these great partner benefits to, to save us all kinds of money as, uh, you know, the indebted medical students and pre-medical students that we are. Uh, but, you know, two programs in particular, uh, GEICO and the Bank of America program, are, uh, are actually awesome partner benefits. And, um, you know, I, I previously had car insurance with another company, and I found out that, you know, AMSA has this great relationship with GEICO where we get an, an awesome discount. And uh, I went online, I checked it out straight through the AMSA website, and uh, I got a quote back that was substantially lower than what I was currently paying. And I switched that day and uh, saved some money right there on car insurance. So if you have a car, and you haven't checked out a quote yet, you definitely need to because you could be saving money and who wants to pay more for something when they don't have to. Um, but then with Bank of America, um, they have uh, an offer for, for a credit card that gives you cash back every time you use it. And who, who wouldn't want to carry around a credit card that has the AMSA logo on it and make 1% cash back on all your purchases all the time? And uh, they're very familiar working with us uh, students who may not have well-established credit or, or, you know, um, other credit cards have, have turned you down in the past, so it's certainly worth uh, checking out if you haven't before. As Michael mentioned, visit our website at amsa.org benefits to learn more about your AMSA member benefits and how you can start taking advantage of those benefits today. Another huge part of your AMSA member benefits includes the opportunity to connect with your peers. We asked Rinku, how has AMSA connected you with your peers? So well, let me first start talking a little bit about how I went to a conference um, for an AMSA conference. So my freshman or sophomore year of undergrad, I, um, along with a couple other chapter officers and a couple chapter members, decided to go to the AMSA convention, which was held in D.C. And it was one of the best experiences possible. We had so such great keynote speakers. We had great sessions. We had workshops and like suture um, like uh, workshop sessions, um, which was wonderful. And 
along the way, I got a chance to meet a ton of the um, AMSA members from all over the countries. And I got a chance to really talk to and meet some of the national leaders. And, you know, they're so friendly, especially like the national president back then. And, you know, they're they're so personable and they came, you know, and got a chance to talk to some of the chapter officers and chapter members. And I really got excited and got involved. And that's kind of how I kind of became a national officer in the first place. And... Um, and when I was a PRD, I got a chance to meet some of the other regional directors and, you know, people from Florida and from the East Coast and the West Coast. And it was just a great chance to know that I had friends from all over the country. And, you know, we were all going through the same thing in terms of applying for medical school, in terms of, um, you know, getting excited for the same uh, or similar scholars programs and different things that we could get involved in AMSA. And um, I'm really looking forward to this year's fall conference and convention. Um, there's one in New York that's on November 14th, um, which is a Saturday. And we have another one in Chicago on November 21st. And the convention this year is again in D.C. And that's from March 31st to April 3rd. So I'm really looking forward to kind of meeting some of my friends and that I've, you know, been in contact. And it's our one, you know, our traditional way of getting in touch again, and et cetera, AMSA conference. As Rinku discussed, AMSA's national events offer unique workshops designed for the needs of medical and pre-medical students, such as suturing, airway management, or emergency medical response to name a few. Join us at the AMSA Fall Conferences in November and the AMSA Convention in late March to refine your clinical skills, network with fellow like-minded students, and grow as a physician in training. Not only does AMSA offer in-person events, but AMSA also provides you with the opportunity to learn and grow through an online learning community. Joining us next is Perry Sai, a medical student at the University of North Carolina School of Medicine. Perry shares his experience with one of AMSA's scholars programs and how it has opened several doors for him in his medical journey. Here's Perry. So I first got involved with AMSA um, through a scholars program, and this was the Sexual Health Scholars Program. And I came into medical school already having been fascinated by sexuality. Um, and this is, so this was something that I was really interested in. And um, when I got into medical school, when I first joined AMSA, I heard about the Sexual Health Scholars Program. And I was like, yes, that is what I want to do. Like, I um, found this niche for myself, like, in medicine where I could take this and funnel it towards uh, sexual health and sexual health care. And uh, this was a fantastic experience for me. Um, not only did it connect me with other scholars across the country who were equally obsessed with sex as I was, um, it also let me hear from experts that I never heard of or weren't local to me, um, and I could hear all of the things about sexuality and sexual health that um, I may get a little bit of in medical school, um, but not nearly to the extent um, and the comprehensiveness of what I got in the Sexual Health Scholars Program. Um, the other thing that it really helped launch for me was um, this potential career as an educator. Um, and what I got from the Sexual Health Scholars Program is that I became 
the sort of resident expert in sex on my campus. I, I took the final project that I did for Sexual Health Scholars Program, which was a lecture on sex toys and sexual health, and I gave it at my school as a lunch talk. Uh, and this, the little room that we were in was standing room only. Like there's a bunch of people there who were really interested in this topic. And uh, it became pretty popular and I did it one year and then um, I was asked to do it again the next year. Uh, and then after that, I was asked by one of our faculty members to take over the sexuality portion of one of the uh, pieces in our curriculum, in our, our reproductive health curriculum. And I became one of the people who was giving a lecture to medical students. And um, this was a hugely precocious opportunity for me, but it was a really formative opportunity for me to um, hone my skills as an educator, as a lecturer, as a public speaker, um, and to uh, hone my skills around uh, learning about sexuality and talking about sexuality. Uh, the other thing that uh, being part of the Sexual Scholars Program and then later on becoming a leader and co-director of the program is that uh, we started to become more well-known in the circles of sexuality and sex education across the country because we had been making these connections with people. And I um, ended up being invited to the Summit on Sexual Education in, or sexual, the Summit on Sexual Health and Medical School Education um, later on from Eli Coleman. Uh, he's the uh, uh, Program in Human Sexuality uh, Director over at University of Minnesota. And he sought us out because we were well known and he uh, inv wanted to invite us to go to this summit. And um, it was really amazing to, one, be able to meet all these other people, uh, but also be considered a voice in the advocacy uh, the advocacy piece of trying to incorporate and ensure that medical school students are getting a comprehensive training in sexuality and sexual health care in order to go on and become physicians who are competent in sexuality and sexual health care. Um, so just from being a participant in a scholars program opened up all these doors for me and um, gave me this whole new set of friends and uh, acquaintances and uh, professional contacts uh, throughout the country. Um, and. Um, it was this phenomenal pebble that like rolled down and snowballed into um, a huge part of my experience now as an AMSA leader and what will be a huge part of my future as a physician and educator. Wow, that's great. Thanks, Perry. Your experience as an AMSA member is what you make it. Perry took his experience and ran with it, and you can too. To learn more about opportunities available to you in our online learning community, Visit amsa.org events for more information. Not already a member? Joining us finally is Stephanie Smith, a pre-medical AMSA member who shares her thoughts for someone thinking of joining AMSA, a network of peers and mentors across the country and around the world. Stephanie dives into her experience as a pre-medical member as she makes the transition to medical school. Here's Stephanie. For people considering joining AMSA, especially in their pre-medical years, um, I would give them the advice that this is an excellent organization to be involved in. You have uh, schools and the universities are like, and so I've learned firsthand from those students what schools I might want to go to and what schools I might apply to. 
the med students and the physicians and residents that you meet at conventions are invaluable resources and they have been amazing mentors along this journey. Do you have a story or memory you want to share from your experience as an AMSA member? Let us know at adlib at amsa.org. You can even record your thoughts on your iPhone's voice memos app or an app like Easy Voice Recorder on Android. Email the recording to adlib at amsa.org. AMSA AdLib is brought to you by the American Medical Student Association. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. Today's episode was produced by me, Noreen Rich, Rachel Glassford, and Pete Thompson, with music by Kevin McLeod. Joshua Caulfield is the show's executive producer. AMSA AdLib is now available through iTunes, so you and your friends can now subscribe directly through your iPhone's podcasts or iTunes apps. Thank you for listening. Improve your performance on rotations. Provide the excellent care that your patients deserve and distinguish yourself among your peers as a student leader in the social mission of medicine. Attend an AMSA fall conference and enhance your professional development by engaging with experts, clinicians, and researchers in topics that aren't well covered in the medical school curriculum. The first AMSA fall conference will be held in New York City on November 14th. The second will be in Chicago on November 21st. For more information, please visit amsafallconference.org.